Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. Good morning. It's Monday the 2nd of April mm-hmm. and we're sitting on the balcony in lovely weather um, with the birds singing and you may just hear a building site in the background. So, yeah, we had well, that once before. We had that once before, we'll just carry on if we hear it. Um, and we're here to talk about April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. which was yesterday. Well, when you woke up in the morning, was it any different for you? Did you think about playing a joke on your wife? Well, I think about what I do are two different things. Oh, yeah. So I, I value a, a good a good day together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, no. Uh, but um, we've, we've done our research on to where this came from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's the day called in Germany? After April, which is called the first of April. April yeah. Okay, so it's not got a special name. Nein. Like April Fool's Day or All Fool's Day. Not as far as I know. No, we just call it. And when we play a joke on somebody, and after they've been caught and they realize how gullible they were, we just say Asse April, Asse April. Or April, April. Oder April, April. Well, I guess maybe in Bavaria we do things differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. Comes up we're again. back to different uh, <laughs> areas again for this. <laughs> okay, so. English term April Fool's Day, or the mm-hmm. old term All Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked into where it came from. Mm-hmm. So where did it come from? Well, it was actually uh, implemented by the by the French king. What was his name? Charles, Charles the Ninth. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that was in the 16th century, and he was the first one to start off with the Gregorian calendar, which moved the beginning of the year to January 1st, and it still left some people who, you know, didn't really go for that, and they still wanted to celebrate the new year on April Fool's Day, on April 1st. Well, I, I think they, not they didn't go with it, they, they didn't know about it. So other countries, neighboring countries... Well, were still yeah. celebrating on what was effectively the 1st of April. Of course, they didn't have the internet back then. I mean, when news traveled really <laughs> fast. But, no, I, I believe also some people were against changing that tradition. You, you know, yeah. you, you always have, you know, pros and cons. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was the first one in Europe to um, start off with the new year on January 1st, and it left some people still wanting to celebrate it on April 1st. April 1st. 1st. Mm-hmm. And the French have a rather nasty tradition. You know, like traditionally they would put a dead fish on somebody's back and say April Fool's. Um, hmm, hmm. You know why? This is this is, this is to do with the, the, their name. Their, their name for an April Fool is Poisson d'April. Right. So it's April Fish. Yeah. Uh, which apparently comes from the, the zodiac sign for the 1st of April being Pisces. Right. Something to do with March 25th and, uh, yeah, being born. It's being born in the, in the sign of the fish. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but still, a dead fish, you know, imagine that, getting that on your back. I was going to say, they don't do that these days, they use a paper cutout. That's true, yeah. So. Yeah. But I thought that was, hmm, never heard that before. <laughs> okay, then we've got the Dutch. The Dutch, uh, who have got other reasons, because it was the start of their independence from Spain, mm-hmm. on the 1st of April, 1572. And they have this this double meaning in the... The, um, the, the Spanish general who was defeated mm-hmm. um, was defeated in a town in, in Holland called Briel mm-hmm. and Briel is the Dutch word for glasses as well so they're saying he lost his glasses on that day and right. it basically means he lost the town on that day and that's when uh, the Netherlands started their 
move to independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've got this double meaning, they can make a joke out of that, and it fits in with the day as well. And I heard they still like to joke about it too. It's still a popular thing to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the, um, the, the story of Chaucer, which we don't quite know too much about, but uh, that Chaucer has a story, The Nun's Priest's Tale, which takes place on the twenty- 32nd of March, mm-hmm. i.e. the 1st of April, so, um, and this is a story about two fools, mm-hmm. the Chanticleer and the Fox, and so this is the idea that the, fool, the fool's story takes place on April the 1st, but actually takes place on the 32nd of March, mm-hmm. so again, there's a, there's a twist here that uh, coincides with the date. Right. Well, what about England, where you come from? <laughs> England. In- England is known for, yes, making April Fools on that day. Mm-hmm. Playing tricks on people in the first half of the day, only up till 12 o'clock. Oh, I never so did n- that Not in the afternoon, you only went to do this in the morning. But uh, if you're in um, things like the media, obviously the media will ha- have things in the newspapers on that day, or in magazines which appear for that month, or in the television on that day itself. Mm-hmm. And the all-time well-known example, or even best-known example in, in the UK, are the spaghetti trees. Spaghetti trees? Tell me about that one. Well, a long time ago, about 50 years ago actually, it's 50 years this year. It seems like a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Um, people in England didn't know much about pasta. Hmm. So, uh, we didn't have the wide variety of pasta that we have these days, or that you know in Germany. Hmm. Um, we just didn't have the, the influx from Mediterranean countries, mm. so that most people only knew pasta from tins of spaghetti in Tins. tomato sauce, okay. uh, or tins of macaroni with cheese sauce, mm-hmm. and, okay, if you're particularly well off or in shopping in particularly specialist supermarkets, then you may have got uh, spaghetti in packets, so dried spaghetti in packets. And that's, the, that's the limit of the British knowledge of uh, pasta in that particular mm. time, 1957, uh, unless you happen to be going to Italy on holiday, which right. of course very few people were doing in this mm. time. Um, and the BBC showed a documentary on the 1st of April, 1957, about the spaghetti harvest. So mm. they dressed up some trees with, with fresh spaghetti. <laughs> And then a uh, very distinguished presenter did the voiceover for it, and so they're reporting on the, um, for example, on, on the mild winter mm-hmm. in Switzerland. Uh, it's meant to be taking place in, in the Italian part of Switzerland. Okay. And the virtual disappearance of the spaghetti weevil, <laughs> who apparently comes and eats the spaghetti off the trees, and... So they were showing the, 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 the ladies picking the spaghetti off the trees and, and putting it in their baskets and, and taking the harvest off <laughs> to be sent to, to England. And this program was watched by about 8 million people and an awful lot of believed it. They didn't know it better and they rang up the next day and asked where they could get their spaghetti trees or how to grow, grow their own. That's funny. So they were told to place a sprig of spaghetti in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best. <laughs> Well, I guess, you know, 50 years ago, I mean, <clears throat> if it's like an exotic food item, I guess it oh, yeah, could they, they, be, you know, believable. I mean, yeah. Nobody knew better. If you, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people didn't know better and fell for it. And even years later, people were still maybe falling for this, but certainly it's always used as, an, as a good example of how the media can trick people mm-hmm. by just bringing things that, that the pub, general public doesn't know. Right. They're not prepared for anything n- not serious. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. But that's funny, though. I mean, just imagine growing spaghetti on trees. Well, who knows? It might happen one day. <laughs> Anything's possible. Spaghetti tree, yes. <laughs> yes. So, and what about, I mean, when you grew up in England, was a, do you remember, like, a popular prank, you know, like you would do in school? Like, I remember we used to, you know, look forward to this day just to do something to the teachers, but I can't no. quite remember what we did. No. We think we would maybe move the chair or uh, just move something from the desk or, yeah, something mild. I mean, you know, just, it, um, but it was acceptable. No, basically, no, I can't remember things like that. I don't think. We wouldn't have done that to our teachers, probably. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. I think yeah. The, the, the British school children had a lot more respect for their teachers in the probably, 70s and 80s, yeah. as they even made to have now, so... Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. But no, it, that was quite common to pull a little, you know, joke on your teacher. So, so you don't remember any of that, yeah. No. I, I don't either. I mean, just, you know, small things. But, um... I've got some more examples here, as it happens, that, uh, yeah, well, in interestingly enough, uh, uh, we'll start off with Britain again, <laughs> um, and BBC again, so having done it once, they managed it again in 1965, oh. they announced they were trialling a thing called Smellovision, so that you could actually s smell, smell via your television set these smells associated with the programme. <laughs> um, and again, many people phoned in this to report the success, that they'd actually smelt something. Mm -hmm. Pure psychological that they believed it and but you know what it's not so far off I, I heard something about people doing some research where they're planning to show cooking programs on mm -hmm. TV where you can actually smell the food to entice people to really watch that program I'm wondering if you're telling me the truth now. You watched this yesterday, did you, this program? No, I didn't. I did not watch it about, well, two years ago. On April the 1st. It was not April the 1st, no, it was not, no. But no, they were working on that. <laughs> uh, media technology. Who knows, maybe it was even at the, you know, Savage. Okay. Um, what we've, got? we've got Norway here. Norway in 1987. Norway has fairly strict alcohol laws. Mm -hmm. And um, the, one of the newspapers in Norway uh, did an article saying that the uh, wine that had been illegally smuggled into the country and, and been confiscated was now going to be redistributed among <laughs> the inhabitants. So the people actually turn up with buckets and bottles and things uh, to take yeah. their free wine away. Right. No, no chance, none of it there. Um, there was a short-lived joy. A short-lived joy. What else have we got? Um, Water on Mars, now it's in 2005. NASA put up a story saying that they'd uh, found pictures of water on Mars. <laughs> um, and if you actually followed the story and clicked through to download the picture to <laughs> see this, you actually had a picture of a glass of water next to a Mars bath. And, uh, <laughs> and again, this, is, this is NASA. This is something you probably well, believe at first. Yeah. And, um, well, and one of my other favourites is, is in the States in 98. Burger King ran, ran uh, an ad in USA Today. Mm -hmm. uh, so they developed a burger, the Whopper, for left-handed people. And the idea is that the, the, the sauce and stuff, they don't drip out the left-hand side, now they drip out the right-hand side so <laughs> when you're holding it. And, and people, again, believe this and went in and tried to order it. And I've, and I've heard of situations since where, where um, newspapers have tried to 
they could get their own back a year later or something on, on in Burger King and actually gone in and asked, tried to order this left-handed burger. That's and of course the staff have changed by then, they're not briefed anymore on it, so they, right. they don't know about it. And yeah. They probably had to consult with the manager. They consult with the manager, where, the, where do we get left-handed burger from <laughs> probably, yeah. And that's the, the, the press getting their own back a year later, basically, <laughs> or even later, yeah. So are we doing a tribal podcast right now? Are we doing a trial podcast because you didn't turn on the machine? April Fools! No, 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 no! Oh, I thought I could get you on this. You one. won't get me on that one. I have the machine. I have the machine in in front of me. I can see exactly how long we've been talking for, and more importantly, what the batteries are up to. Um, you won't get me on that so easily. Oh, oh shoot! I'm not so easy to get it. Um, What else have we got? Just a, just a couple more to finish off then. Um, mind you, there's not much about this one. It says here Dutch television reported in the 1950s that the Tower of Pisa had fallen over. <laughs> uh, and many people were shocked and contacted them. Mm. And in another year, they, uh, they reported this is that the, uh, again, Dutch television, that uh, they had new technology for detecting unlicensed televisions. Hmm. Um, Probably scared some people then, I suppose. They, yes, but they said you could you could avoid detection by wrapping the television in aluminium foil. <laughs> and again, I guess a lot of people went out there <laughs> and wrapped their television up. Well, sales of aluminium foil went up probably. It probably yeah. went up quite a bit then, yeah. Maybe yeah. there's a lobby behind it. <laughs> okay, have you got any others there? No, not really, except for, I mean, some people might wonder, I mean, in faraway countries where maybe this is not being celebrated. Mm. It's not a public holiday, because sometimes people do ask about that. Okay. It's not a they, they don't understand it, or they... Well, you, I mean, oh gosh, what, what kind of German holiday did we have the other day? And people actually questioned me, and I said, no, what have we had recently? Can't think of it now. Public holiday? No, it was not a public holiday. Um, it was not Valentine's Day. Carnival? Carnival, yeah. They asked me whether the supermarkets, whether it was a bank holiday or not. Okay. So some I mean, things were closed and they didn't understand why. Right. And I said maybe in Cologne and uh, certain places, you know. You told them to listen to the podcast, I hope. Yes, I did. Of course. <laughs> of course. But uh, that might be just another question of April Fool's Day. No, no everything's open. Everything's things open. Continue yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, I think it's mostly for kids nowadays or, uh, or for some, you know, fun-loving adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <clears throat> that's pretty much... That's pretty much all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, before we go, I've got one more little thing for you here. Oh, gosh. Do, do, do you remember a word, supercalifragilistic expialidocious? I've heard that one before. Can you say it? Not really. Are you I, asking I, me to say I, it yeah, I've, been, I've been reading these forms where you, where you set challenges for people to say it in, in Spanish, so I've, I've brought you the German version. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to... What goes around give, comes around. Give it, give it a try. <laughs> uh, okay, in German. Okay, supercalifragilisticexpialegorisch. That's about right. Okay, and now I have to say it a bit faster, I suppose. So this song is, set, is a lot faster, but that's certainly a good, a good start. So. Supercalifragilistisch expialegorisch. Supercalifragilistisch expialegorisch. Okay, and we'll see if we can get the song done by next week. 
Oh no. no. <laughs> this is the end we'll be, of our podcast. We'll be singing. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, if you want to download a transcript of this podcast, then check out the site www.themondaypodcast.com and the transcript will be a- appearing in a couple of days. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. Okay, sounds okay. good. Okay. Bye. Bye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberursel, Germany.